0: me and Dave, and we're going to be talking about sitcoms. Uh, we're, we're mainly going to be talking about partners, and then we're going to meander into some other things that connect onto it. So, um, partners, for those of you who don't know, is a 2014 TV sitcom. Wait a minute, I forgot to introduce Dave. Say hello, Dave.
1: Hey, guys. <laughs> How's it? Sounded, Alan.
0: I didn't mean to do that. I just uh, <laughs> forgot.
1: No worries. Mm.
0: But anyway, partners is the TV show... Made 2014 stars Kelsey Grammer as Martin Lawrence as two two lawyers. One of them's a real a, ni- a nice lawyer, and the other one is a hotshot lawyer who's a massive ass. Kelsey Grammer is the massive asshole because, of course, he's posh. Um, Dave, I've run out of good things to say about this show. Do you want to? Um... <laughs> yeah, uh... I'll, I'll take
1: it. Well, so we were we were talking about things to discuss um, on this show earlier today, and well, me and Alan had a big discussion about sitcoms in general and mainly about Frasier and what Kelsey Grammer is known for, and mm. it, it's a great show. But So Alan, just as I was leaving work, was like, hey, can we check out Partners? It's uh, one of his new shows. So sat down and uh, watched the first episode, and god damn, it's awful. But god damn, <laughs> there's something I like about it.
0: I know, right? It's like a really, really classic, everything about it is so sitcom but it's just balls.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think it's just so familiar. Everything is what a sitcom is. Yeah. nothing more
0: and a lot worse than it should be i find a hallmark of bad sitcoms sort of sitcoms in general but you you very notice it in, in in bad sitcoms is when you have like it's focuses on one person's life and they have different sections of friends and then it's often those different sections of friends who do completely different things for the same episode without ever having any interaction between them apart from from small scenes and this is very obvious in partners when they're secretaries and employees and daughters For some reason, they're constantly having their own little side adventures of talking on. No connection to the main characters, apart from that they're related and will occasionally walk past each other in scenes. And it's just two shows going on at once to keep, I presume, to hit the different markets? Because, come on, this is, you know, Kelsey Kelsey Grammer and Martin Lawrence, they've obviously just smashed together two different stereotypes of sitcoms and hoped it will work very well, and it
1: And two big demographics.
0: Yeah, Uh, it, It
1: does feel like they've tried to slam two demographics together and make, like, make a show together so everyone will watch and no one watches.
0: It didn't work with... Oh, God, what was the uh, transcontinental, transatlantic sitcom with uh, Joey and the Doctors from Greenwing?
1: Oh, God. I know the one you're talking about. I have no idea what yeah, it's called, though. It,
0: it, it's the same sort of idea. You go, oh, well, great if we could write a nice British comedy, because everyone loves these. You have an American comedies run for so much longer and you make so much more money off them. And so yeah. you go, Why don't we just do both? And then of course they went, great, what's it going to be about? And they went, gosh damn, this is difficult and funny. And they wrote a show about writing a comedy for both sides of the Atlantic at the same time. And that went, that was okay. Is it called Episodes? Yes, it is. Episodes. Yeah. That's why you can never
1: remember it, because...
0: It's called Episodes.
1: Yeah. <laughs> is it any good? Because I've never seen that.
0: Um, I I think it's really hit miss. I think it's... Oh. I wish it was more like Green Wing.
1: But that's because you love Green Wing.
0: Yeah, I do love Green Wing. So for me, it's always going to miss out a little bit. And Joey Tribbiani plays the actor who plays Joey Tribbiani. Matt LeBlanc. So Matt LeBlanc. No. LeBlanc. Yeah, Matt, Matt LeBlanc.
1: LeBlanc plays Matt LeBlanc.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's trying to do a show and he keeps giving suggestions about his character and changing the entire storyline. Of course, they've got to do that because. But, uh, <laughs> mm, it's, it's interesting. It's not. It's better than partners. I'll say that. Partners is like a new bare minimum standard for sitcoms now. It used yeah. to be uh happy endings. Happy endings was good. There were some really good bits about it, but there was also some really dull moments about it. And about two thirds of every episode, you could just wipe out, and you'd have a much better show. And so for me, that's like it's sort of like the bare minimum enjoyment. It's quite spiky. Uh, Happy endings, but
1: well, that's why it got cancelled so quickly. Yeah, but it had some great, great moments, and the cast yeah. was just brilliant.
0: And it went on for some, it did go on for a few seasons, though, didn't it?
1: Three seasons, I think. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it got in, and at the end, um, oh, I can't remember the guy's name in the show, but he left to go play the character on, um, New Girl.
0: Oh, because yeah. he
1: was in a New Girls pilot, then signed on with Happy Endings, then New Girl gets picked up and he has to pull out of it because he's now in um, Happy, happy endings. endings. As soon as Happy Endings ends, he jumps straight back into New Girl.
0: Man, that was a really bad part... Sorry, we're not talking about partners at all, but that was a really bad pilot episode for, uh, for New Girl. If only because they, they had a character in it, and they all of a sudden went, oh no, we can't have him. And so they, they wrote a separate character. They didn't just change the actor, which would have been sensible. They had a storyline reason for him leaving, and then being replaced with an identical person.
1: He went to go play basketball or- in Europe, because he wasn't good enough to play in America.
0: And then his slightly better friend.
1: Who, who just, just, who's just finished playing basketball in Europe, came back. And starts they, living with them.
0: There's no difference between the two characters. Apart from the no, there them. really isn't. <laughs> I, just, I felt like I just kept it there. but
1: Yeah. I didn't like New Girl, though. No, I
0: think it, it, it's one of the better sort of like, look, we've got a sitcom about a girl shows around. Uh, I think Two Broke Chicks is a really, really bad example of that. Oh, it broke... has moments of being quite good, but then it just completely collapses on itself like, seconds a... later when it it's does another joke. It's such a bad show. Yeah. yeah. I, I,
1: I don't like two, two Broke Girls. The first season was a really interesting premise.
0: Oh yeah, and it then was it... very timely. Like, you you yeah. gotta hand it to them. It's one of the oh, most no. timely comedies I've seen around. Yes. Um, if for those of you who haven't seen it, it's about two girls, one of which is like really poor living in New York, I assume it's New York? Some sort of big city. I don't
1: think it's New York.
0: No? Some sort of American city. I don't know. She's working in a diner. And then uh, a rich blonde girl comes walking in, who's effectively Paris Hilton. And her father's empire has collapsed due to the economy collapsing. And now she's got to get a job to earn some money. And then they become best friends. It's like, oh my god.
1: (laughs) It is New York.
0: And it. it, every joke is, is either, look how poor I am, or look how rich I am. And or, show look of, how big my breasts are. Oh yeah, that's the, that's the other one. And the show sort of works, inverted commas, because for the same reason Steptoe and Son worked, no one saw themselves as being Steptoe and Son, and so it was funny to laugh at them being so poor, as it were. It sounds like really bad for Steptoe and Son, but I swear Steptoe and Son wasn't actually that bad.
1: I've never watched it, so I can't comment.
0: Yeah, but New Girl, because you've got one character who used to be really rich, you, you can laugh at both of them for going, ha ha, look how poor they are, look how street she is, look how ditzy she is, and no one could see themselves as that, because I think very few people fall into those two categories. And you can yeah. just see themselves as low, and it was it was this weird split, and you felt like half the jokes were aimed at you, and half the jokes were aimed at a different audience. I don't know, it didn't quite work out, but I think New Girl did a really good job of being sort of sort of a female-centric comedy, similar to Suburgatory? You haven't seen that, Dave, have you?
1: No, I've not seen Suburgatory. I didn't know, I didn't know it was a sitcom. I thought it was like one of these... Uh... Long dramas because I saw it advertised back. Um, it filled the same slot as oh, what is it called um, Desperate Housewives, didn't it? Yeah, it's forth. It, it's slightly so, more of a comedy drama.
0: It. Yeah, but I, I still sort of classify it as a sitcom because it still has the weird sort of the, the campness and the weirdity and the sort of almost you can watch them in any order almost. But the premise of that show is a single dad finds out finds some condoms in his daughter's room. And then goes, Right, this is enough. We're moving out to the uh, we're moving out to the suburbs. And of course his daughter doesn't like this being a huge city girl. And so th- that's the funny story is them going out to the suburbs and trying to live. And so he's trying to fit into this classic suburban, really sort of quite conservative. Quite conservative yeah. but also quite open at the same time. But everyone's a bit surprised that a single dad has moved out. And he's he's trying to raise a daughter and run a business and all this other stuff. And that's quite good. But um Jesus Christ, we're doing a really bad job about talking about partners. Well, we keep going around in circles. Yeah.
1: we said, will this be about sitcoms? And it's about sitcoms. Yeah. Yeah, it is. I'm not a great fan of uh, Zoe Deschanel as a per in Two Broke Girls. I don't like her character. No,
0: no. I, I, I like her voice. You. Yeah.
1: But not her character.
0: Yeah, I agree with you there. Back to Partners. I think one of the worst things about it is it just it keeps trying to have race jokes in it, and they just sort of. Fall flat and don't quite work. Well, it's,
1: it's. I, I think it's because it was aimed. It, they're very, very tame jokes because it's aimed pre watershed. Oh yeah, 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 So the jokes are te- toned down and don't work because they're trying to be PG race jokes, which just isn't a thing.
0: And I just, I, I think they just end up being more racist. Like not explicitly racist, but they're more racist for it because there's one where Kelsey Grammer goes, "I had a black friend when I was growing up." The conversation evolved, and he's like, yeah, everyone has that one flat friend. I bet he wasn't even your best friend. And at the end of the yeah. conversation, it realises that he just had a black Labrador as a friend as a kid. Yeah. And that's a... That's a... Yeah. You don't say that. I don't think you can... <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't call that pre-Watershed family friendly sort of jokey fun going on there.
1: Yeah. Well, it's pre-Watershed because there's no swearing.
0: Oh, yeah. But I mean, it's not, you know.
1: Yeah. And all uh, Lawrence's comebacks are very, very PG.
0: Yeah, the... <sighs> it, uh,
1: he doesn't act very well in this. It, it, I don't think it Ma- Lawrence like can act,
0: and I think no, Kelsey he, he forgotten how to.
1: Well, he 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 just plays himself now.
0: <laughs> no, he, he's uh oh yeah, he does because he's super. He's very conservative, isn't he? Yep.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, he's does okay because he's just playing himself. So he's not really acting. He's just being him. Yeah. But Lawrence feel, it feels like he's there for a paycheck and he's doing the bare minimum to get by and overacting a bit. He's he yeah. well, he in some parts like overacting and other parts slurring his words just cuz he can't be bothered. Yeah. And it just feels uh, the bare minimum of quality to get
0: by. And all the other characters are quite flanderized. I couldn't tell you a yeah. thing about their investigator. Paralegal, mm-hmm. yeah. But the the receptionist is just like super gay and super camp, and that's his stereotype. <laughs> that's like that's his entire character. He uh he wears a shirt, he wears a sweater vest on top of that, and he wears a bow tie. You can pretty much infer everything about his character from you know stereotypical sitcom characters just from those three things. That is his character. He's the same as every other character who wears that uniform in a sitcom. Yeah, the daughter is a is a rich boy, little girl. uh He's just... dull.
1: Yeah, and in the second episode it puts the spoilt little girl with um, Martin Lawrence's character's mother for an episode just because they're polar opposites, and it feels so far. Guess what?
0: They're friends!
1: Who, yeah, who they would from... <laughs> <laughs> oh, but
0: it's there. There is something weirdly magical about it and it's... It does scratch my sort of sitcom itch. I turn it on in the background, and then I just, you know, turn around and do something else.
1: I may have played Robocraft throughout while watching it because it didn't have, doesn't have enough to keep you fixed to it. No, it's a great, it's 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 a good background TV. I, if it came on TV, I might change channels if I think there's something better on the other side, (laughs) but I might not. It's not so bad. I would
0: actually turn off the TV if it came on.
1: If I had my tablet near me, I'd probably just pick that up and play on Reddit yeah. while okay. watching it.
0: Okay. Yeah, I, I think I'd say a similar sort of thing. Yeah, it's quite bad. But something, yeah. sort of... i turn it on to do something else. Yeah.
1: Do you know if it's been picked up for a Season 2? I hope not. Because the wiki's hinting at oh it, but not saying it outright.
0: Yeah. If it does well on the first 10 episodes, the will order an additional 90. I think it's been axed because... This was in 2014, in August. So it's been almost a year. Oh, well,
1: yeah, it, yeah, I doubt there's going to be another one, but it, it hasn't officially...
0: It doesn't seem to be officially be not picked up, but it doesn't seem to be officially
1: well, picked up. Well, it hasn't been cancelled, but it hasn't been picked up yet, so... Yeah. Well, it might have been because... Yeah, because all I'm seeing is I'm definitely not seeing a cancelled anywhere, and you'd expect to see that by now.
0: But it might just have dropped off the radar and no one cares about it, which is not a surprising hmm. response, to be honest.
1: Well, I found an interview from August 2014 with Kelsey Grammer saying, I don't want to spend another 10 years on, on TV series.
0: Oh my god. Kelsey Grammer <laughs> directed the first episode.
1: <laughs> Maybe that's why it's so bad. <laughs> Though I it's very timely to be watching the second episode.
0: Oh yeah, it is. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Because the second episode is, um, a, a gay couple, um, talking to the, the, this lawyer team of, uh, Kelsey Grammer and Martin Lawrence and, um, them trying to say, what can we do about our terrible wedding put on by a wedding planner? And so it's very, it, it's surprisingly timely seeing as of the decision made by the Supreme Court of America. Yeah of legalizing gay marriage. So it, it, Since I'm watching it like two days after that ha- occurred, well, five days after that occurred, it's quite interesting.
0: Yeah. I do you find it weird how America now has slightly more legal gay marriage than the UK?
1: Well, they don't have gay marriage. They have marriage. Oh yeah, they have marriage. We still we have, have gay marriage. Gay
0: marriage. Yeah. yeah. That's what you get for institutionalized religion, guys.
1: Anyway, back to partners and I think we've said all we want
0: about partners.
1: Um, think of anything else that, uh,
0: well, there is a segue into Frasier that I want to say about the wedding episode. So in the wedding episode, I hate that word. Um, they have to, they have to pretend to be gay so they can have the wedding planner give a promise about what the wedding's going to be like. Yeah. And so that they can say, well, you didn't deliver on that promise. We're going to sue you. This is, these are the things that you said. And so of course this is Frasier and Martin Lawrence pretending to be, well, Kelsey grammar and, uh, Martin Lawrence pretending to be gay. And this is the the worst episode ever. Considering how good every single Fraser episode is, where Fraser has to pretend to be gay or pretends to be gay or someone thinks Fraser's gay. This is like the worst performance Kelsey's Cameron has ever put on of be playing a straight guy pretending to be gay.
1: Yeah, well, it's quite nice at the beginning, um, when they're talking about whether well, he's just talking to uh Martin Lawrence like, Well the hardest part for us is gonna be convincing people that I'm I'm not a homosexual. <laughs> and then he just makes some very very uh stereotypical uh um yeah actions and mannerisms and it's quite funny. Mm. I think that's the only time I've actually laughed at the show.
0: Uh I think I laughed because I was thinking back to Frasier. Mm-hmm. And we should say there are three episodes where uh people think Frasier's gay. There's one in the second season I think. And it's where he sets up Daphne and his station manager up on a date. But the station manager thinks that Frasier's taking him out on a date to see his family. And there's all sorts of funny situations where they get confused between those two. Yeah. Uh, There's the one... uh, That's season two. Yeah. There's the one where Frasier befriends Patrick Stewart. That's a great episode. And Patrick Stewart is putting on an opera yeah and they become really really close friends, as he says, but everyone thinks that um Patrick Stewart thinks there's something more, and Fraser thinks there's just something being theatrical about him uh, in the end, it turns out, and he gives a speech on the night of his of his first performance of his um opera, and he proposes that he's always been absent before he puts on a show, and he thanks Fraser for waiting and that's the bit the penny drops for Fraser. pretty much everyone else because up until that time it could have been a the couldeau could have gone either way. Yeah, that's a good episode. Yeah. And what's well, the last one?
1: Well, and uh, Patrick Stewart's just brilliant. Oh yeah, Patrick Stewart as, as an actor, so he just
0: works brilliantly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We should say that, like Patrick Stewart, he does act a bit camp in that episode, but no more camp than the rest of the opera people appear through the rest of the season series, like the, yeah. the, the theatrical uh, show putter on us, and so it does sort of fit in. <laughs> yeah, I can't remember what the third one is. Is it the one where Isn't... he goes into the nightclub looking for Daphne's boyfriend? And then Niles comes in.
1: I can't remember. I know there's one where uh, Frazier's dad pretends to be gay. Oh, yeah. When they go to the opera and uh, a woman that Frasier is interested in's
0: mother starts taking a shine to, Frazier's dad. Well, look, we started speaking about Frazier. We should say Frazier is a brilliant sitcom. I think it's really, oh, really yeah. up there. One of the best sitcoms around. I'd agree. And it's got Kelsey Grammer in, and I don't know quite what went wrong with Partners, because it sounds like it could be a hoot.
1: I think it's because no one cared enough about it. Yeah, it has so. all the part, uh, all the parts to make it good, and then yeah, it's just been put together because like, this could be really good, and people f- would throw money at it, and then no one really cared enough to actually get it off the ground.
0: Yeah, but a lot of thought went to Fraser. It might sound a bit obvious making a spin off of Happy Days, but they actually spent a lot of time thinking about it, and they came to the conclusion. They would only make a spin-off. This is, of course, after it ended. and They'd done all the other spin-offs and stuff like that. They'd only make a spin-off of the worst character because there yeah. was no way for a spin-off to work well because it would just become this person's show. And so they took the least popular character, Frasier, and they made a new show about him because he, he had all these funny traits and he was a he was an interesting character to, to begin with. And then they can just go, well, let's put him in an entirely different situation to see what happens. And it um, worked amazingly.
1: Yeah, just so you know... Had- do you mean happy days?
0: No, cheers. I
1: I thought it was cheers.
0: cheers yeah. yeah. Which yeah. had <laughs> less spin-offs than happy days, but it still had one. Was it wings? No, wings, wings was happy... no. Oh man, oh. there are some spin-offs of cheers, and I I I can't be bothered to Google them right now. Yeah. Um... Yeah. I can't remember either. But I, I'm not going to Google them. There, there is a difficult line with sitcoms of when you're making them, you've got to have some sort of progression throughout the series so that you feel like you're watching real people. But you've also got to make it so that you can watch any episode. And I think Frasier tows that line really well because Frasier doesn't actually have any growth across the series. Frasier pretty much stays exactly the same character. He gets a bit sadder at times and, well, the show about Frasier is is a depressing person in a job that he doesn't really like, trying to live a life, trying to Find somebody to love, and he keeps failing, and While about...
1: everyone else around him
0: yeah manages to find those things yeah so uh, Daphne and andnarles end up together. His dad has a few runaway relationships going on uh but his dad's his dad's feeling better his dad's got his dog uh his uh Roz, and gets a daughter halfway through this show
1: it gets a dog well, has a daughter. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Um
0: And like heard life starts picking up then and she she starts thinking it's better but and it's just Frasier's life is miserable from the get go and I think that's that that keeps it being exactly the same. It's Frasier not doing anything and it's everyone around him their lives improving that make it so different. Yeah. And every episode does focus on Frasier. And this is one thing I was saying about um partners I don't like. It's when they have parts of an episode that focus on Fraser and parts of the episodes that focus on everyone else. It is quite unusual in Frasier, I think, to have a, a scene that doesn't include Frasier, or something that will later affect Frasier.
1: Unless it's, they, they had a few short scenes, but yeah, it, mo- it mostly focused on Frasier.
0: Yeah. yeah. I think the best episode to represent this is the end of season one. I can't remember what it's called, but it's it, the episode starts off with um, Niles asking Frasier if he's happy because he's, he's, he's moved to a new city. He's moved back to his old city, he's got a new job, and he's lived a year in his life, and he's like, oh, are you happy now? And he keeps getting interrupted throughout the entire episode, and people keep asking him, is he happy? And at the end of the episode, everyone's gone away with their day. He's there really disgruntled. And throughout the episode, he's been kept being given the wrong coffee, they give him the right coffee, finally. They go, there you go, are you happy? And he sits down and he goes, uh, yeah, I think I am. And that episode, like, almost none of it was about Frasier. Like, the point of the episode was Fraser couldn't talk, couldn't do anything. Yeah. But it worked really well.
1: Yeah, that. Yeah, that, I, just a good show.
0: Sorry, I, I really love sitcoms and I really love talking about them. I think they're great insights into sort of uh, what people expect people to want in pop culture. Yeah. Um, so I like them
1: and a lot. Of a lot of them have a lot of problems.
0: Like yeah, they do. I'm not saying Rachel was perfect. There was a goddamn oh. Daphne's English accent. Was so bad. Oh,
1: awful. And also, uh, just. Yeah, but I did find it funny how they got rid of her when she got pregnant for a season or two. They they just got her fat and then sent her to fat camp. Like, that's what you do.
0: It, it works. I mean, Fridge was always a ridiculous show, and that sort of really fitted in. So
1: It, it did, but it, it, it... First time you see it, it's a bit like, oh, really?
0: Yeah, yeah. It, they don't put her in like a huge fat suit. It's not like she's waddling down a corridor. No. They slowly ramp it up over a while and just like, trying well, to struggle to get into clothes and stuff like well, that. Well,
1: as she gets pregnant yeah. and gets bigger and bigger, they just needed to hide her getting well, getting bigger because she's pregnant, so they just got her fat.
0: Sorry, Dave, I feel like we're talking about a lot. Do you, do you have anything you want to talk about? Um,
1: oh,
0: any particular episodes si- that strike you out? Or a different sitcom you want to liken to partners or anything else we've spoken about?
1: I don't know. No, um, put me on the spot here. <laughs>
0: But we were talking about um, how he met his mother earlier on.
1: Well, it doesn't really fit into this conversation, but it it starts off with a really good premise, but then they they ruined it really quickly by focusing on the rest of the gang. But The whole premise was Ted telling his kids how he met his mother, and for the first few seasons it stuck around there quite nicely. But as the seasons went on, it became less and less about Ted and his search for love, and more and more about Barney, and Lillian Marshall and yeah, it ruined the season of going from what was a really good idea and a really interesting concept to just a standard sitcom and then trying to hold the character development back and it felt really forced
0: and not
1: funny anymore.
0: Yeah, I, I think that's part of... A, because, oh, um, Liking back to Frasier which I think is a really good example and you can even go for Will and Grace you can even go for Friends with this they all had a focus. So Frasier was about Frasier. Will and Grace was about Will and Grace. Friends was about that group of friends. And although there were some less group of friends, I do think Phoebe was a second rate character in Friends. Uh, she appeared less as often. She didn't have as many lines, I don't think.
1: She's really the only second rate character
0: of the main lot. Depending on the season, I think you can also put Joey into that category. But he's he's definitely he's not on the same sort of level, he's just less than the rest, but still still important. But how he's, I met your mother just sort of Yeah. It lacked yeah. that that keeping it together, and when it, because it was so based upon this premise, there are only so many stories that you can tell about a man almost meeting the love of his life.
1: Yeah, I I was really hoping that they'd have introduced the mother quite early on, maybe season four, and because then you could just change the premise really easily from how I met your mother to, well, some story here's some stories about us dating up until we got married, up until your birth. Yeah, they could have dragged it out for ten seasons on the same premise, but kept
0: development going. Yeah, and having her as a character who was only really introduced in the final season, Yeah, I think it would have been interesting to have it been one of his other flings that went on for so long. Obviously one of the ones that didn't end disastrously.
1: Which was most of them.
0: Well, there was the one he ran away to Germany. To the baking school. Yeah, um... That wasn't so disastrous. There was the he... person who set everything on fire, the captain's no, wife... No, but
1: with, with the one that went to Germany, he then got with... My mind's gone blank. What's head's main love life in it? Um, Robin? Robin, yeah. Robin. He gets with Robin while she's in Germany. Oh, yeah. And so he cheats on her, and that's why they break up. And that, so that did end the, vast, the last...
0: Yeah, I, I don't think there was much forward planning. I think there was some planning ahead, like, oh, this is this sort of storyline, but no planning about how to... Hooked yeah. the storylines together. And when they brought characters back, they weren't really bringing characters back. They were just like, oh, yeah, we need a baker here. Have we written about bakers before? Oh, yeah, there we have.
1: Yeah, I, I felt it was very much that. Yeah. And and then for some reason, they brought Sarah Chalk on in season four that oh, yeah. I never understood. I really hated her character in that. And I really like Scrubs.
0: Well, well, not the last season. I really liked
1: it. It wasn't scrubs, but I really it, it got really yeah, good. I kind of wish they different. I kind of wish they had a spin off of uh, the scrubs mm. I think
0: that would have actually worked really well.
1: Yeah, because I really liked some of the characters and the stories they could tell again, and i I thought it was enjoyable. It wasn't yeah. as good as scrubs, but it was enjoyable.
0: I've always had the feeling that scrubs was based about like medicine and structures that were around ten years ago or ten years before it was filmed. yeah. And it always had a slightly out-of-date feeling to it. I think all these comedies and stuff do. It's written about people's experience when they were this age. Because Scrubs actually did have three doctors. Or two doctors and a surgeon. Yeah. That they based all the, the stories off. And JD's character was actually a girl called JD. She's yeah. the random person who waves goodbye to JD in some of the final episodes of the original set, uh, the original run. <laughs> they
1: remove her yeah. from the
0: Netflix one that I saw. Really? Yeah, but I saw her on TV once. Hmm. Yeah. All right, odd bit of knowledge.
1: Yeah. And um once Grub's no, once uh how many was over, was over <laughs> um Sarah Chalk was in another sitcom based around um young in the <laughs> commas um people in New York.
0: She's been on the air for at least ten years. She can't still be playing a twenty something.
1: <laughs> well it it was Sarah Chalk, the guy from American Pie. Oh right. Um did you, did you ever watch Reaper? Yeah, I think I did for a couple of episodes. Great fun, but uh, the fat one from Reaper. Oh, yeah, yeah. And someone else. Oh, and I can never remember what it's called. That's sounds but it, awful. It, well, they put these big people together and then talk about their love lives, and it's like, this is either going to be great or terrible, and it, it was just terrible.
0: Yeah. I think the only sitcom that's worked that's taken somebody and kind of put them out of context... In a situation, is uh, oh, what's the university sitcom called from the UK? It's got that really tall, lanky guy,
1: university, comedy, UK, in between us. No, that's high school. No,
0: well, the, the pilot episode is they they all go out for drinks, everyone living in this house, and the girl living in the house meets this guy. and they hit Oh, it off.
1: god, I know what and you they... want. It, it's got Jack Whitehall in.
0: Yeah, Jack Whitehall—that's his name. But he's the only famous person.
1: No, it doesn't. It has um, Jack Whitehall. It also has Simon from from In Between Us.
0: Oh, yeah, it does. Yeah,
1: yeah. What the hell was that called? Um, like rooms or something? Oh, fresh meat. Fresh meat. Yeah, that was it.
0: Yeah. And so he he ended up going. He sleeps with this girl. Gets back. Wakes up in the morning. Goes downstairs. It's like, all right, guys. Does anyone know where like uh, thirty four Redfield Street is? And they're like, "Why?" He's like, "Well, I meant to be. I, I, I picked up my keys, but I haven't actually been back to my flat yet, and I don't know where it is. Do you, do you know where this is? I'm meant to be living in room 5 and They're like, "Really? You're, you're doing that?" And he goes, "What? Well, you're here?" And it turns out he just had a one night stand with one of his housemates.
1: Yeah, <laughs>
0: and it's the most awkward start to a sitcom ever. Of... <laughs> it's fantastic. I haven't, I haven't seen more than the pilot episode, so I don't know how it plays out, but I think that, that premise is really good.
1: I'm not a fan of Jack Whitehall in general, but it's a really good show.
0: No, I'm, I'm, I'm in the same boat as Dave. Um, I'm not a huge fan of it, but that opening was just fantastic.
1: Yeah, um, oh, it, it's a good show. It had some really good characters in. Yeah, Joe Thomas, who plays Simon Burden in Between Us, he just plays the same character again. Some yeah. awkward,
0: <laughs> awkward, lanky teenager who, know what's going on. who's
1: just um, progressed from high school and in between us now to university.
0: So we've said an awful lot about sitcoms, and I think we've also said an awful lot of nothing about sitcoms.
1: That All I think you can take from this about sitcoms is we really enjoy sitcoms.
0: Also, sitcoms are complicated. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I think we've 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 said enough on the subject. Anything more, we will just be rambling. There's no sort of. We'll,
1: we'll just be talking about what we like and what we don't like about
0: more sitcoms. Giving you a huge list of episodes to watch. I could talk about Will and Grace for hours. I could talk about Frasier for hours more. But let's uh, <laughs> let's call that an end. I think probably a good idea. And
1: if if you ever feel like watching Partners, just don't.
0: <laughs> yeah. Honest to God, you could probably get through with having two TVs, playing Fraser on one and putting National Security in the other ones and pausing one every 10 minutes and watching the other for 10 minutes and you'd get a much better experience. And I really don't like National Security. I've never seen it. I think it's National Security. Let me double check. Well, every
1: time you say that, uh, yeah, it is National Security. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, every time you say it, I just think National Treasure. And when you were told me about it earlier, I thought it was going to be Nick Cage. And, <laughs> which I, I maintain will be a lot better
0: that would have been um oh <laughs> my god I completely forgot he did uh he did big Mama's house oh my god no go away anyway that's enough for that on the mention of big Mama's house everything should end okay fair enough yeah uh so thank you for listening to episode are we on 8 now yeah episode hey, 8 we'll give this one a title we'll put a little intro tune in it and that'll be us done don't forget we're on twitter uh, at perfect commotion with only 1m because twitter had limits your character's length You can find us online at perfectemotion.co.uk. We're on FockerCast. We're on iTunes. You should be able to find us in a good few places. I'm on Twitter at Octavius404. I'm at
1: LevityDave. And I'm still waiting on my first email to uh, feedback at perfectemotion.co.uk. No one's saying anything to me. I'm getting lonely.
0: (laughs) We know who you are, literally. (laughs) (laughs) We can make a list of you guys right now.
1: We've done that before. Let's not do it again. No,
0: no. So you could. Well, if you have anything to say, otherwise we'll take it as we're, everything's A-OK and quite dandy. Which we're, we're, we're happy to do.
1: I'm enjoying this. I, yeah, I yeah, get it's to, good we them. get to talk about sitcoms. That's nothing wrong yeah. with that.
0: If you want to be on, you can send us a mail. We might do that. I think we've got a list of a few people we have to get on well, in the future. But, um, then
1: they need to come online and talk to us because yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're happy to have you on the show.
0: Well, I think it's it's Sean and a couple of others. Well, yeah. we'll, well, we'll talk to them about whenever. Yep. But um I think that's time for us to go, Dave.
1: Yeah, I think so. Yep. My food's almost ready.
0: Woo! Hey, draw.
1: Anyway, let it guys.
0: Bye. Say bye, Dave.
1: Bye.